This is Writers in Tech, a podcast where today's top content strategists, UX writers, and content designers share their well-kept industry secrets. Hello and welcome to Writers in Tech. My name is Yuval Kestecher, and I have today a very special guest who's worked with companies such as... Oh, oh wait a second. No, I don't, and no, it's not. Come on, what do you think? Yuval went to finishing school over the weekend and had a crash course in elocution? No, no, my name is Aaron. I am the editor and co-author of the UX Writing Academy training program, and I've work, worked closely with Yuval for the past three and a half years of the UX Writing Hub. And today I am hijacking the podcast to bring you a very special episode of Writers and Tech. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, for the past month or so, I've been doing some research on a rather contentious issue in our field. And that is, of course, what are, if any, the differences between UX writing and content design. But rather than taking a theoretical or philosophical approach and talking about what I think these terms ought to mean, something that a lot of people do, I wanted to figure out what they mean in practice. I wanted to understand how they're used among people who are actually recruiting and hiring UX writers and content designers. I wanted to know what tasks, duties, and responsibilities are expected of these candidates, and what experience or prior education are required. So to answer these questions, and hopefully shed some much-needed light on the matter, I analyzed a series of UX writing and content design job posts. But today we'll be doing a lot more than just digging through some humdrum LinkedIn job posts. There's going to be a quiz. I spoke with the owl from Duolingo. I'm going to read you some random titles from the random title generator that I made. And also, there's going to be some unexpected twists and turns because my research uncovered some really interesting surprises about one of the two terms. So cancel your Zooms, clear your schedule, grab a snack, and let's dive in. All right, so what was my approach? Well, I started with a LinkedIn job search. I was going to search for the terms UX writer and content designer in quotes, uh, take about 10 results from each one, and then analyze a few key metrics like responsibilities and duties, qualifications and experience, and required education. I wanted to find themes and commonalities both within each title and then between the two. I focused on hard rather than soft skills, so nothing like works well with others. And I also didn't just take the first 10 results from the search. Um, I took one or two from the first page, but that first page of results tends to be dominated by a few large companies and there tend to be duplicate posts. So I skipped ahead to the fifth page and just started taking one post at a time to do my research on. Um, but I also skipped if there were too many repeat countries. So I wanted to have uh, posts from a variety of countries just so that if one country had a particular approach, it wouldn't skew the findings. So obviously here on a podcast, I'm not just going to read you a dry table of job post summaries. Um, but the table is posted in the article itself. You can go to the website. That's uxwritinghub.com slash blog. You can find the article and see the tables, 10 UX writing posts, 10 content design posts, and you can see for yourself what that looks like. Rather, what I'll do here is just walk you through some of the 
main points that I found. So let's start with UX writing. Again, I took 10 job posts. Uh, and I have to say, digging through these posts was, was downright delightful. Um, nearly every post made it clear that the UX writer would be an integral part of the product design team. And that really warmed my heart as someone who spent the last three and a half years uh, trying to get that message out, that writers must be a part of the, of the design, of the product design process. Um, you can read through the highlights column in the table, in the article, and you'll get an idea of what I mean. And um, it's, I, I thought it was great news because the idea that, you know, you can just have a writer come and fix the copy afterward, that idea is dead and the message is out. So writers, pull up a chair. You are now part of the product design team and everybody seems to know it. It doesn't stop there. There's a lot of other good news. Um, a lot of posts made reference to a style guide or a design system or talked about brand voice. Um, several talked about user or human-centered language, and some mentioned balancing user and business needs. And I thought that was great because that really shows how, how brands and companies now understand both the value of UX itself and the important role that writers play in creating those user experiences. Another nice surprise was how often the posts mentioned some form of advocacy for UX writing best practices with other team members. So not only are UX writers expected to be part of the product design team, they're expected to lead in certain ways and share their knowledge with other members of the product team. Other noteworthy takeaways were that Many companies expect UX writers to have basic competency with design tools and that product design decisions should be based on user research and testing, which writers were expected to participate in. Finally, I found that most companies don't require a bachelor's degree. In fact, only two of the 10 asked for one. Um, I was a little curious about this point, so I just decided to dig a bit deeper. I opened another I don't know, 30, 40, maybe 50 posts and just quickly scanned to see what their degree requirements were. And it actually stood about 20, maybe 25% of the posts for UX writers asked for a bachelor's degree. Interesting though is that larger companies like TikTok or Google or Facebook were far more likely to require a degree. And when companies did require a degree, both large or small, um, English and journalism were the top two, hands down, and communications was third. And uh, really those three over and over again, it was like a broken record. But that really didn't surprise me because as I kept pouring through the posts, I saw an emphasis over and over again on writing. Things like writer, storyteller, grammar nerd, wordsmith, language lover, they kept popping up. Uh, copywriter, product writer, technical writer, these were all frequently mentioned as relevant past experience. So while companies now understand that the UX writer is part of the product design team, they also recognize that this is a role for a writer. The UX writing posts that I examined were really remarkably consistent, and it's really an indicator of just how well-established and well-defined the role has become. So what about title number two? What about content design? Again, head to the website, check out the article, and you can find there the table with the 10 content design posts. 
Again, I'll give you a little summary of what I found. So just as with my UX writing search, I searched for content design in quotes, took one or two posts from the first page and then skipped ahead to the fifth page and started taking posts from there. Very quickly, I realized what the first major difference was between UX writing and content design. And that is that content design is far more prevalent in the Anglosphere, that is English speaking countries, particularly the UK. When I searched for UX writing, to get to eight, nine, or 10 different countries was pretty quick. I maybe had to look at, I don't know, 15 posts. But for content design, uh, it was much more than that. I had to go much deeper to find a variety of countries. So that was one interesting point of difference. But there must be more than that. After all, they are two separate terms. So what else differentiates the two terms? Well, let me tell you now. Yes, that's right, those are crickets, because it turns out, well, not much. Based on the job postings that I looked at for UX writer and content designer, when we're talking about the role that Apple very eloquently phrased as the writing arm of the design team, which 19 out of the 20 posts that I examined were talking about, and we'll get to the 20th post later, there is no significant difference between UX writing and content design. They are, for all intents and purposes, the same thing. Both positions share, with great frequency, these primary responsibilities and qualifications. Being part of the product design team and collaborating with team members to solve design challenges and create user-centric products and experiences. Writing clear and concise UX copy, having a strong general writing background and bonus points for previous product writing experience, simplifying complex concepts and languages, creating and using design systems or style guides, advocating for or educating team members about best practices, conducting research and testing, and making data-informed decisions. Posts for both terms were about equally likely to ask for a degree, with English and journalism being the most prevalent. Both occasionally asked for a proficiency with design tools. Uh, content design posts were just as focused on writing as UX writing posts, and UX writing posts were just as focused on contributing to the product design process as those for content design. So here in the waning days of 2021, feel free to quote me because we are putting to rest the idea that UX writing is just writing interface copy while content design is part of the product creation process. Some people might attempt to define the two terms this way, but the data shows that that simply isn't true. And to be honest, does this surprise anyone? Well, it really shouldn't if you've been paying attention. I mean, we can see that the two terms occupy the same conceptual space in people's minds just from how often they're used together. It's got to the point where you almost can't mention one without the other. I mean, you see it in social media posts all the time. UX writer slash content designer, content designer slash UX writer. But I also saw this in the job post titles themselves. In fact, many companies listed both titles, one after the other, joined with a slash. And that really shows just how much the titles have the same meaning for most people. 
Sometimes there was a slight difference in the way terminology was used. Um, for example, content, content design posts, sometimes, some of them used less, less writing-specific language and instead favor the term, you guessed it, content design. For example, one post talked about delivering high-quality, error-free, accessible content design work. Now that is pretty vague, but then the post later goes on to mention interface language, education materials, product names, navigational nomenclature, terminology, taxonomies, etc. And these are all, of course, things that are written, so we could tell that this was a job for a writer. I also noticed that content design posts were more likely to include this kind of high-tech gobbledygook. Here's a real doozy that I found. Quote, Contribute to defining the future state vision and value proposition for content design using customer-centric design thinking and innovation methodologies, end quote. Okay, now that is quite a mouthful, but it doesn't really do anything to help distinguish one title from the other in any kind of meaningful way. So here's takeaway number one. When it comes to content design versus UX writing, there are just as many differences between individual posts under the same title as between any two posts under different titles. The roles are indistinguishable. Okay, now maybe you don't believe me, and that's okay, no hard feelings, but allow me to prove my point. I promised you a quiz, so here it is. We've created the world's first UX writing slash content design game show. I'll give you a snippet from a job post, and all you have to do is figure out what the title of that post was. Easy, right? Cool. So let's play Name That Job Title. Now, if you go to the article on the blog, you can play the full quiz. There are 10 questions, and you can see how well you did. But here, I'll just give you a few sample questions. All right, so let's do it. Here's question number one. Remember, all you have to do is figure out what the job title was that this snippet comes from. Here we go. As a member of the product team, you will play a key role in defining and building the product. Work closely with project managers, engineers, and designers to define the messaging, words, and overall UX copy strategy throughout the product from initial definition to launch. Is that A, UX writer, content designer, UX copywriter, or lumberjack? I'll give you a second to think about it. I won't play the Jeopardy music or anything, but okay. So what do you think? The correct answer is UX writer. All right, on to question two. Critique the visual style, interface, and interaction flow of applications and experiences. Use design thinking, empathy, and data to help shape and refine our product and identify opportunities to build better experiences for our users. Now, is that the job of a content designer, UX writer, web copywriter, or chimney sweep? Again, take a second to think about it. The correct answer is UX writer. Okay, on to the next question. Write stellar UX content that is useful, simple, and smart. You're a language nerd who lives and breathes UX writing. This should be an easy one, right? Is it a, hint hint, UX writer, content designer, product writer, or mall Santa? No, mall Santa is incorrect. 
Turns out, oddly enough, that was a content designer role. You'd think, you know, language nerd and who lives and breathes UX writing would probably be for a UX writer, but for whatever reason, that company decided to ask for a content designer. Next question. As a UX writer, you'll work on the product design team to build intuitive, resonant experiences for people who use our apps around the globe. Is that for a UX writer, a content designer, a UX writer slash content designer, or a content designer slash UX writer? Hmm, okay, that's a tough one. I guess you could pretty much just do any meeny miny mo on that one. Uh, it turns out the correct answer was content designer slash UX writer. Okay, this is getting a little confusing now. So let's finish it up with one last question. Again, in the article, you can play the full quiz, 10 questions, a lot of fun. But for now, let's finish with this. Develop and create high quality graphical and print assets. Proficiency with Adobe Creative Suite, Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign. Okay, this should be easier. UX writer, content designer, graphic designer, or dog food tester? Obviously, the correct answer is graphic. Oh, wait, no, no, it's not. Turns out the correct answer is content designer. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? I mean, that doesn't sound like a content designer at all. Or does it? Or should it? Okay, folks, this is where things get interesting. Remember I talked about that 20th job post? Well, during my research, I stumbled upon something that made me realize we have to dig a little bit deeper into just what content design means. Because it turns out, what it means isn't always so clear. Now, a few minutes ago, I talked about how 19 of the 20 posts that I looked at were for writers on the product team. But what about that 20th job post? Well, it was, in a word, different. It mentioned visual brand standards, solving visual communication problems, proficiency in Adobe Creative Cloud, working in HTML code, and Here's the kicker, prior experience and a post-secondary education in graphic design. Huh? Indeed, this, quote, graphic design role combines creativity and technical skills to communicate ideas through visual concepts. Now, this job clearly had nothing to do with being a writer on a product design team. When I found it, I kind of stopped for a second and thought, all right, well, that was weird. What's that all about? Um, but then I decided, like, okay, I better check a little deeper and see what's going on here. Seeing, Let's see if that was like an anomaly or if, or if there's more to it. And as I continued to check more and more content design posts, I found more that were completely unrelated to being a writer on a product team. In fact, close to 10% of the content design jobs were for visual or graphic or multimedia design roles. Again, in the article, there's a third table that lists like seven or eight content design roles that are basically for some type of graphic design or multimedia design. And, you know, I found them all in the span of a few minutes. I didn't have to dig too deep. You know, open about 10 posts quickly and flip through, and about one of them is going to be for a graphic designer, but called a content designer. But it doesn't stop there, as I kept 
digging through posts, I kept discovering new types of content designers. Uh, some were for like video games, some were something akin to information architecture, basically. And then some were for kind of writing educational materials or instructional design, instructional design, and then even a couple others. Now, if you're confused, uh, yeah, well, I was too. But as I kept digging and finding all these different types of content designers, I realized that the term content design is what we refer to technically as um, a hot fucking mess. I mean, that's, that's like the technical word for it, but, you know, I don't want to get bogged down in that kind of technical language. So let's recap what we've covered so far. One, UX writing and content design are, in practice, the same thing. Two, except for when content design means graphic design or instructional design or information architecture or video game narrative design or God knows what else. Now, you might be wondering, like I was, how did this happen? How did the term content design become a sort of multi-headed hound of Hades with three, four, five, who knows how many meanings? Well, to figure that out, we have to look at the history. So let's do that now. We'll start with UX writing. Most people know that it has a short history. It basically didn't exist before 2017 when Google brought it to public awareness at their I.O. conference. Uh, since then, it's been on a meteoric rise. But not so much with content design. The term's actually been in use since the days of Web 1.0, but back then it had a pretty different meaning. A 1997 press release from W3C talked about content design as to use CSS and features of HTML to achieve best practices for the content provider. Skip ahead to 2002, where environmentalist and designer Jerry McGovern describes content design as the laying out and organizing of web content so that it's easy to read and navigate. Then in 2008, the Nielsen Norman Group talks about content design for the Kindle. In all these examples, content design equates to something more like web typesetting and focuses on arranging elements and the page layout. And this is the usage that eventually morphs into what we know today as being a writer on a product team. But even way back then in the web 1.0 days, the term already had other meanings. For example, a professor in the Cardiff School of Computer Science and Informatics talked about content design as having five elements, scripting, graphics, animation, audio, and interactivity. And when you think about it, this multifaceted approach to content design makes sense since the word content refers to all of those things, not just text. And this approach is in keeping with how Wikipedia defines content designer. That's right, in my research I happened to stumble upon the Wikipedia page for content designer. And it talks about things like being skilled in language, graphic design, and the technical requirements of front-end development. It also talks about how content designers should be experts across various media, skilled in drafting compelling texts, images, and videos. The wiki entry then goes on to talk about how content designers are often involved in online marketing and usually focus on animated graphics, texts, videos, and sound. It talks about content designers who specialize in programming and many other facets of the role that have nothing to do with being a writer on a product design team. Now, if you're surprised by all this, 
Well, maybe you shouldn't be. This multifaceted approach to what content design means is a lot more logical when you look at those two words, content and design, and how they work together. The Cambridge Dictionary defines content as everything that is contained within something. Well, that makes sense. Content, contain. Okay, I get it. They list other definitions as information, images, videos, etc. that are included as part of something such as a website. I'm sensing a theme here. Yet the concept of content design as synonymous with product writing asks us to think of content solely as the words, just the written content. Now, content alone is often used as a shorthand for written content, but using this truncated version in a job title really lacks clarity, and that's something that writers should be keenly aware of. Even within the world of digital products, the term means all kinds of content. When Netflix talks about their content, they're talking about their shows and movies. The golden age of content isn't referring to extraordinary UI copy. And yet Netflix recently held a presentation called Why Your Team Needs a Content Designer, where content refers to the language that appears in your UI. Now this inconsistency is unbecoming and the kind of thing that writers should be warning against rather than embracing. Likewise, Instagram business insights show you content you shared. Again, that content has nothing to do with the UI copy in the product. It is, of course, the videos and posts. And that, of course, makes sense because content is many things. It's photos, graphics, videos, podcasts, webinars, blog posts, newsletters, emails, text messages, a giant advertisement on the side of the Burj Khalifa. It's all of those things. And though it's often used inconsistently and inarticulately, should writers follow others down this path of ambiguity, or should they lead others in the use of precise language? Rhetorical question. Okay, so that's one half of the picture, but what about the other half? What about the word design? Let's go back to Cambridge, where design is defined as to make or draw plans for something, for example, clothes or buildings. All right, that sounds about right, and it explains the existence of jobs like Mm, I don't know, interior design, jewelry design, costume design, set design, logo design, fashion design, fabric design, furniture design, and then modern roles like graphic design, UX design, product design, brand design, web design, front end, animation, game, interaction, you could go on. If you pay attention, you'll notice there's a connection between those things. The word design has an inescapable visual connotation something that should be glaringly obvious, especially to writers. We design things that are visible or tangible, at least metaphorically, and we write things that can be read. Okay, so what happens if we put the two words, content and design, together? Well, we get a compound noun, which is when two or more words are joined to form one noun, as in content design. In compound nouns, the final word is called the head, and all the previous words are its dependents or modifiers. Now in English, of course, modifiers come before the word they modify. So a teacup is a cup for tea, and a dog catcher is one who catches dogs, and a product manager manages projects. So far, so good. But this means that grammatically, a content designer 
should be one who designs content. Now, if you're putting together a banner ad and you refer to that banner ad as content, then this title makes sense. Visual roles make a lot more sense for content design since design implies something visual. I mean, you can compare it to content writer. If a content writer is one who writes content, well, we can easily infer, infer that the content in question is written content. Likewise, if a content designer is one who designs content, then we would logically conclude that the content in question is visual content. But when content designer is used synonymously with writer on a product team, is it meant to mean one who designs content, i.e. written content? Or is it meant to mean one who designs digital products via content? Either way you slice it, it doesn't work. If it's the former and content is short for written content, or copy, or words, then you get one who designs written content. But that of course doesn't make any sense because written content is not something that you design, you write it. We don't design words or sentences or paragraphs or essays or articles, we write them. Or if it's meant to mean designing digital products via content, or perhaps designing with words, then it makes no sense grammatically. Again, modifiers come first in English, so X designer means someone who designs X, or designs for X, but not uses X to design something else. And if this kind of grammatical analysis is beyond you, or at least doesn't interest you, well, I've got some bad news for you. You're probably better off as a content designer, but the type that works with Photoshop. All right, so if both words can be so vague, then it should be no surprise that the term content design is used so inconsistently. But that's a problem because if content design means everything, then ultimately it means nothing. Folks, here's the cold, hard truth. Content design is the wrong name for the role of the writer on a product team. There's just no way to make it make sense. But the worst part is, we, as writers, are the ones who should be advocating for clarity, nuance, and precision in language. If we can't use clear, articulate language to describe our own profession, how can we expect anyone to take us seriously? We have to lead by example here. A job title that either fails to recognize the nuance of its own words, or is itself a grammatical error? Well. That's just not a good look for a writer. That, together with the role having at least three, maybe four, maybe five other meanings, it just makes content design a massive failure. The term content design is so convoluted that most content design posts, when they're talking about ones for writers, explicitly mention UX writing or, pro or product writing. Now, if you have to use a different job title, to explain the role, well, something's wrong. I mean, I came across this one job post that was so ridiculous. I actually called the company to speak with a representative and to see, just to kind of clarify why they were calling this role a content designer. So um, I recorded the call and I'll, I'll play it now for you. Thank you for calling Duolingo. For English, press 1. Para Español, o Prima 2. For High Valyrian, press 3. Duolingo, how can I help you? Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, um, 
I was wondering, can, can I talk to your owl duo, I think, right? Of course. One moment, please. Your call is being transferred. Please stay on the line. Oh, hi. Duo, yeah, hi. Uh, my name's Aaron, and I'm calling about a job post of saw of yours. Um, I wanted to talk to you about it a bit. It was... I just told you my name's Aaron, and I'm calling to talk about a job... Oh. Oh, I get it. You want to do the whole who's on first thing because you're an owl and you say who. Yeah, okay, we're not doing that. So shut your beak and listen up. You have a job post where you ask candidates to have one, UX writing samples, two, product writing experience, three, a gift for expressing complicated things in plain language, four, a background in technical writing, five, experience giving constructive feedback to writers, six, experience writing copy with localization in mind. You mentioned the words writing, writer, or language 11 times. And yet, what do you call this role? Content designer. Duo, that makes no sense. And you want to teach me French? You can't even figure out when to call a writer a writer. I wouldn't even trust you to teach me Klingon at this point. I'm telling you, don't you screech at me, you green little Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm just going to stop it there. Uh, things went downhill from that point. He started crying, and I told him not to send me any more of those guilt trip notifications, and uh, it wasn't pretty. But this Duolingo job post for a content designer, which is not about designing and all about writing, raises a question. Why are so many companies calling writers designers? And more tragically, why are so many writers calling themselves designers? If you look at the experience of most content designers, you'll see they have backgrounds as writers, except for the folks that have backgrounds in graphic design, but we won't get back into that. Simply because the work takes place in the context of creating or designing digital products, well, it's not enough to justify calling a writer a designer any more than it would be to call a screenwriter a film producer. And I know that sometimes we'll hear things like, but UX writing or content designer product writing is so much more than just writing. And yes, that's true. But you know what else involves more than just writing? Literally every other type of writing. Fiction, nonfiction, journalism, history or science writing, speech writing, screenwriting, grant writing, copywriting, they all involve research and more. Here's a quote from a post I recently came across on LinkedIn. Technical writers do way more than just write. We juggle multiple projects at once, meet tight deadlines, manage stakeholders' expectations, and chase down important information. There is no miraculous production of a final draft in any form of writing. You think novelists just wing it? No, research is always part of the process. There are academics that spend their entire careers researching just to write one book. Researching, planning, structuring a narrative, that's all part of writing. And that's one of the reasons why we need writers on the product design team in the first place, to help construct a narrative or story arc within the product. That's what writers do. That's writing, not designing. And moving a few elements around on a screen doesn't make someone a designer any more than writing sign up now on a button makes someone a writer. Okay, so the next defense of content design goes something like this. 
but we need to be called designers so that people understand we're part of the design team and we can get the same respect and pay as designers. Again, I'm unimpressed. Companies now recognize that writers are part of the design team. Every post for UX writing that I opened made that clear. And the last time I checked, product managers were making the most money on the team. So should we start calling ourselves, I don't know, UI copy managers now? No, of course not. There's nothing about the word designer that signals that it's more valuable than the word writer. In fact, copywriters still make more money than graphic designers on average. So product writers will start earning as much as designers when they prove that the work that they do is equally valuable. And a nonsensical name won't earn us any respect. Okay, in defense of content design number three. Oh, well, it sounds cooler. It sounds more modern, more high tech, more in line with what's going on in startups around the world. Well, no, I mean, yes, there is a trend for tech employees to kind of cloak themselves in flashy nonsense monikers. And that can be fun at an individual level if it works for the brand that you work for. But it also shows how content design is the style over substance title. And again, that's the exact opposite of what writers should be bringing to the table. So here's my pitch. The painters have their brushes and oils. The sculptors have their hammers and chisels. And what of the pencil, the compass, the ruler, the line and the shape? Those belong to the designer, but we are writers. Ours is the word, the sentence, the cadence and the assonance, the idea and the thought. After all, what is writing if not the transfer of thoughts from one mind to another via the written word? Writing, more than anything else, is thinking. And the world needs writers. And if we don't call them writers, people will start to think that anyone can do it. And that brings us back right to where we started. So if you want to hire a writer, ask for a writer. And if you are a writer, be a writer. Now, if you work at a company that calls it content design and it's out of your hands, well, maybe have a little chat with your boss. Send them my way. But if you're free to call yourself whatever you want, please add the word writer to your title. Wear it like a badge of honor. Let the world know you are a writer because what we do is important. And it would be a real shame if the burgeoning recognition of that importance were hindered by a nonsensical name. Okay, now we're getting close to the end of this episode. But before we close, I want to address one more thing. And that is, some of you are probably saying, okay, he makes a good point and all, but doesn't he work for the UX Writing Hub? Doesn't he have a vested interest in promoting UX writing at the expense of content design? And to this I would say, you're right to be skeptical, but no, I believe every word that I've said here. I mean, we could rebrand, it's not that big a deal. In fact, Yuval's been talking about it for oh, years now, um, but that's not the point. Content design is a terrible name for what we do. But I'm not particularly attached to UX writing either. In fact, there's another name that I think is way better, and you can probably guess by now. That would be digital product writer, or just product writer. Don't get me wrong, UX writer is infinitely better than content designer. 
But I prefer digital product writer to UX writer, the same way that I prefer product design to UX design. But alas, that is a discussion for another day. But as for renaming yourself or finding the best name for the role of the writer on a product design team, well, if you absolutely can't let go of the word design, then let me suggest an alternative. How about this? Product design writer. Hulu has used this in the past, and, you know, I think it's a really good contender for top title. What kind of writer? A product design writer. It still has the word design in it, but it, of course, makes much more sense. Finally, what does the future hold for writers in tech? Well, it would be great if the industry could rally around one name, but that may not happen. We might plot along with several names, and if we do, it's not the end of the world. The good news is that companies now, more than ever, understand that writers must be a part of the product design team and must be involved in decision-making from the outset. And that is a big win, no matter what we're called. But content designer for a writer? Come on, think about it a bit. Sleep on it. Chew it over in your mind. Give it a few days before you send me hate mail. Because I believe you too will conclude that it's just not the right name for what we do. Or perhaps if you think all these regular names are boring and you want to go the fun, wacky route, well, I happen to know a galactic viceroy of content excellence and, and she's great. So to help everyone create new wacky titles for themselves, I've actually created a Writers in Tech random title generator. You can head over to the article on the blog, scroll down to the bottom, and and there it is. You click a button and you get a new title. Let's give it a try here. Let's see, we have a front-end paragraph mastermind. You might be a cutting-edge creator of product typeface, or maybe a heuristic script pamphleteer. Or if none of the random titles work for you, we actually have a printable poster, the A to Z of writers and tech titles. From fantastical font fairies to weaponized word wizards and more. So check it out. It's a lot of fun. And that's about all for this episode. Next week, Yuval will be back. He'll have another very special guest, I'm sure. Um, Yuval, buddy, they can't all be special. I know you want to be nice, but if every guest is a special guest, then special doesn't really mean anything, does it? Kind of like how my least favorite title for a writer, if it kind of means everything, then it really doesn't mean anything. Okay, you get the point.